What is going on, everybody? My name is Justin Fensterman, along with Ryan Halliman. It's another episode of the Family Times Podcast here on FantasyAlarm.com, getting you ready for the Super Bowl. Might as well, Hallam, talk some football, because soon enough, man, there's going to be no more football. It's just going to be off-season for a little bit. Then we get into draft mode, and then it's all cyclical, baby. Soon enough, man, it will be draft season again, dude. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to see this football season come to an end. Uh, it's been wild. It's been wacky. We've had COVID. We've had injuries. We've had everything. Uh, we've gotten to the end, though. Uh, you know, barring some haircuts. I mean, I don't know who oh, with, the, with the Chiefs. I don't know why you need your haircut five days before the Super Bowl when you're going to have a helmet on. But uh, it, it's uh, it's like the one last wrinkle where COVID's like, I'm not dead yet. Uh, you know, as, as Demarcus Robinson and uh, Kilgore uh, are now <laughs> unsure for the Super Bowl uh, because of their haircuts. But it, uh, what wouldn't be this football season if we didn't have one last COVID scare? Uh, but it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking, you know, I'm not really looking forward to this game. Why? I don't really want. Why not? I don't. I hate the Chiefs. I hate. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Why? And any- He's so likable. He's the next big thing. Um, let's see, his imbecile uh, head and shoulders commercials, his really dumb State Farm commercials, uh, his fiance is a disaster on Twitter, uh, he beat my team in the Super Bowl last year, uh, and the media coverage basically has him as the second coming of Christ. Uh, so I'm not a humongous fan of Patrick Mahomes. And I, can only anyone... ima- I can only imagine how you feel about Tim Tebow. <laughs> uh, that's a... You know, he sucks, so that was okay. It didn't matter. He was just, uh, he just espoused his own religious views on the world and ran around with no shirt on. Uh, he wasn't actually an actual uh, threat to win a Super Bowl. And I don't know that anyone really wants to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. So um, either way, uh, I'm not thrilled with the winner, uh, but it is a Super Bowl. Uh, it's a time to enjoy commercials uh celebrate the football season and of course eat and drink ourselves into oblivion yeah a hundred percent oh i gotta focus on the game a little bit a lot of people are like you want to just focus on the commercials i don't think the commercials are as good anymore as they were back in the 2000s what do you think about that i mean especially now they're throwing it in our face these tv ads because they're now bringing back the vintage commercials like how many times have you seen the cedric the entertainer firing your pants commercial it's one of my favorites of all time it's a fire my pants girl because the you know the fire ants are are in his ass you know it's funny yeah. yeah there's always there's always like three or four maybe a half dozen commercials we're talking about the next day or, What's or, or maybe a few days later or the the Clydesdale kicking the field goal from maybe eight ten years ago uh you know there's always some good ones uh, I mean, things are a little different this year. I, I'm sure some people are having Super Bowl parties. I will not be having my usual Super Bowl party. If you're having a Super Bowl party, you're doing it wrong. You know people are doing it, though, Of course bro. they are. Of course no, they, they are. are. They don't care. It's, it's okay, uh, man. I'm getting vaccinated soon. I just got to survive <laughs> two weeks, man. <laughs> but uh, it, it's still – it is, it is the you know, still – you know, borderline a national holiday, uh, so it'll it'll be fun. No, you're I, I, wrong because you don't get the Monday off, Hallam. The Super Bowl hangover. Come on, bro. 
I don't get any day off because the NBA and NHL, but I think it'll still be fun. Uh, I, I still think that it's going to, it's going to, it should be a good game. It should be a lot of offense. It should be a lot of passing. Uh, I, I am looking forward to it, despite the fact that I don't want either team to win. Uh, I, I do think it's going to be entertaining. Uh, uh, and I think it's going to be a good time to what, while I don't like either team, hopefully to win some money. Hey, we're going to win some money betting on that over 56 and a half. I feel like that's good to go. Honestly, I do too. I, I think it's going to be a lot of passing. Uh, I, I think you can't go wrong with Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, neither defense is awesome. Uh, the, the Bucks defense is good against the run, uh, but the Chiefs don't exactly run. So, you know, I don't know. How, their, their secondary is okay. Carlton Davis and Jamal Dean are, are nice corners and, and Sean Murphy bunting out of the slot. Uh, but it's not like it's who you know the the defensive coordinators lose sleep at night with the with either secondary here right exactly and by the way we're going to be talking about other predictions as well throughout the game i mean how chiefs or bucks for you uh you know i just can't find a way that the chiefs don't win the game uh i, I think it's going to be fairly fairly close but i think the only way that the the bucks win the game is if tom brady really does something absolutely bananas Tom Brady to like pull the Super Bowl out of his ass. Like uh, I, I think the Chiefs are definitely a better offense. I think the Chiefs are slightly better defense. I think their special teams are, are yeah, they're probably pretty comparable. Uh, so I do think the Chiefs should win the game, you know, whether and it, I don't think they're going to win unless it's like a late turnover or like Tom Brady parts the Red Sea and pulls some sort of miracle and and turns water into wine or, or you know other things like that. You're uh, Moses now. I see. This is a very religious podcast. Over the first five minutes yeah, that we started, I don't I don't like that. Okay, no religion, no politics I, here. All right. I've been very, uh, very uh, Catholic over the first yeah, five listen, minutes. I got, I got bar mitzvah in the year 2000, and that's it. Okay, we're good. Isn't that when the Tucker rule happened in 2000? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be uh, it'd be tough for for the Bucks to pull it out. But if anyone's going to do it, then I think Lord Brady might be able to do it. But I, I still feel like the, uh, the the Chiefs should win this game. Yeah, I feel like the Chiefs should as well. I'm going to bet on the Chiefs here and that over so i got a question for you helm i mean when it comes to props we have our own big game contest on fantasyalarm.com where people can win quiche right now but let's talk about some of the props that we're into i mean do you tend to bet a lot of props when it comes to the super bowl you know i've only gotten this in the last couple of years like it's always been kind of fun i i do some I, i've talked to you know over the last few weeks with with us and cells who's on vacation i hope he's enjoying himself uh, oh yeah, he's part of this too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I've always picked games with my brother, and my father, and that's just really games against the spread. So I haven't really, honestly, like laid actual money on props. But I definitely think this year is different. Uh, you know, with, with the difference, with the ease of doing that over different apps now, uh, I think I'm definitely going to dip my toe into that that prop bet pool this like, year. Like, do you go after those heads and tails props? Like, that? those turn me off. I don't like that. Like, You're not a tails never fails kind of guy? No, I'm not. I should be, though. I feel like I always get it wrong. But one that I also seem to get wrong a lot is the National Anthem. However, <laughs> this year is a little bit different because when it comes down to a duet 
for the national anthem. Harmonizing takes a little bit of time. Ryan, I was in the orchestra back in my day in high school. I know, I know how long harmonizing takes when it comes to a buildup. And because of that, I have a feeling that it could go over with Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. I feel like that this could go over the minute 59. What about you? Do you think with the duet it'll add time? Especially can I especially with all that the country has gone through as well in the last year, could there be a sense of let's really make this whole thing grand and elongate it as much as possible? Do you feel any of that? And the rocket's red glare. Uh, yeah, I can't sing for anything. Um, yeah, I definitely think. And, and the other thing is, like, we have nothing to go off of. Like, I guess other people who sang the national anthem, it's kind of been an artist. And maybe you can go off some. I, I have no friggin' idea about this at all. Uh, uh, but under two minutes does seem to be, like, low for other years as far as the little bit that I've paid attention to this. I feel like less than two minutes for the national anthem does seem like kind of pushing it and you know the, the what's likely to be a jet flyover and whatever else and and maybe some you know tribute to unfortunately people who've lost their lives to, to coronavirus over the past year. Uh, I, I definitely think the over seems to be a decent bet on that one. Ooh, so we're in sync for that one. I love that. What are some of the other props that you like? How about I throw you another prop and then maybe so, you could throw me one. What do you think about Travis Kelsey over eight and a half receptions? Seven and a half, I love. That's what it opened up at on Westgate. However, cooler heads prevailed, and now it's at eight and a half with a good old DK Sportsbook. So I got to ask you, what do you think about Travis Kelsey hitting that non-reception mark. You know, that's... <clears throat> I think he's going to do it. Like, eight seems to be, like, his mark. If you look over the past month or two, like, he's hit eight very consistently. He hasn't hit over eight a lot. You know, the AFC Championship game, I know he had double digits. It was 12 or 13 uh, off the top of my head. I, I don't have it uh, in front of me. Uh, but it's like, eight has been his magic number. Uh, but if you look, and I believe he had eight against the Bucks in week 12. I want to say eight for 85 off the top of my head. Uh, but the Bucks were not great against the tight end this year. I want to say they were seventh worst uh, at, I think, 11.9 fantasy points per game. Uh, I like hearing I, that. Yeah. And and we've talked about this, and I've done this, and we're an audio podcast, but you can see me. Uh, but the, the, the Chiefs... <laughs> Uh, target tree is like two branches, right? It's like Tyreek Hill and it's Travis Kelsey. And everything else is just like this little like flaccid twig coming off the side of the tree. So it's two guys who they really throw to and everyone else just kind of gets a bone throw to them here and there. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, Tampa's not great against the tight end. So I, I honestly would do the over. I, I really think that, that Kelsey is going to score. is going to catch a minimum of 10. I think it's going to be another huge game for him. Uh, I think this has to be a big part of the chiefs game plan to win. I, I think both he and Tyree kill are going to have monster games. Uh, you know, Hill might not have the reception volume that Kelsey has, 
Uh, but I think their yardage, and I think that they will both score a touchdown. So even though it's a little bit of a, a, a much at eight and a half, that's a lot of receptions, I still feel the over for Travis Kelsey. I'm feeling that too, and actually in a contest I'm doing on Alarm After Hours on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, where we were drafting player game and fun props for the Super Bowl, that was actually my first round pick. And I have to put them in a point and a confidence point system, and that'll determine if I get a certain prop right, the points that I allot to it, that's how many points I'll get. But I wanted to make sure I had that Travis Kelsey over. It just seems automatic. He's the best tight end in the game. And some I've heard analysts say all time, some of them too. So when it you know it's debatable for sure. Yeah, when it comes to that, I mean, look, he's going to force-feed him targets. That's the key to success. Short passes. And, you know, keep the Bucks off the field a little bit and do that by going to Travis Kelsey and then a nice deep shot on first and 10, one of these plays to Tyreek Hill. So I like that. Another thing, another thing before we move on, like in that Week 12 game, we know Tyreek Hill burned them for like 269 yes. yards and three touchdowns. You don't think they're going to put a little more focus on Tyreek Hill in this game? So I think that – and obviously it's completely different, a wide, slot wide receiver to a tight end. Uh, but I, I really feel like a little more defensive attention is going to be put on Tyreek Hill, which is going to take a little bit away from Kelsey. So it's kind of pick your poison between the two guys. And honestly, sometimes you can pick your poison and you, you can't stop either one. Hmm. Right. That's going to be hard. But that's a bet that I have right now. What about you? What kind of prop do you think that you're going to be putting some quiche down on? Well, game. here's a tough one, and I want to ask you this because I feel like this one is a really close one. And we're going to go, uh, but you know, I know you love wide receiver props, but I'm going to ask you about uh, a quarterback prop first, and that's they have Brady at over under 301.5 yards. Like he was over that in their first matchup. Chiefs secondary isn't all that great, so this is what I'm kind of waffling on. So I need your opinion on this. Uh, do you feel like Brady is going to be over or under 300 yards in this game? I think both guys in their respective props. I, I don't have it in front of me, but what? Mahomes is at 320-something? Did I get that close three, to that? Uh, yes, definitely three. Hold on one second. I just went away from it. I'm 326.5. Okay, I'm going to go over on both of them. I believe look, I'm with look, you 100%. If, if I'm willing, and I got into a debate with Ronis about this. Ronis, you know, he thinks that one of the things he thinks is that it's going to be a very slow first quarter. The Chiefs tend to start a little bit slow, and that's fine. But then what's stopping the second half from being a complete score fest? It's nothing stopping. Both of these offenses are high-powered, especially the Chiefs alone. I'm thinking if I'm going to think that these two teams are going to combine for the over, I have to believe that both of them are going to be throwing a lot. And for those that have been focusing on the running back situation for both of these teams, remember Leonard Fournette is getting a good amount of action in the air. Ronald Jones, eh, we'll have to see. But, yeah, Leonard Fournette, he's getting those passes, and that's going to help out with that yardage. I'm going over on both of them. What about you? I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, I do. I think this game is going to be If I'm an idiot, you can tell me I'm wrong. If you if you disagree. I, I absolutely would tell you if I thought you were an idiot. I completely agree with you. I think both guys are going to go over 300 yards in this game. Let's go to a halftime prop I want to ask you about here. because So the weekend. Do you know anything about yeah. the weekend? You've got kids. I know that the I know that the weekend that last E isn't there. That's the last <laughs> thing. That's the only thing I know about the weekend. Okay. So <laughs> so 
you know a few of the weekend songs, right? Uh, okay, I think so. All right, so exact. So this sing is me, sing me a couple of bars. All right, I'm gonna sing you a couple of bars in a second. All but right. first, I'm glad that you're answering these questions the way that you are, because I, I, I don't know that much about the weekend. But if there's anything I know, that if you came to me before maybe two weeks ago, when I started to think about this and asked me, "Hey, Fensty, name a song by the weekend," I name "Blinding Lights," and that's it. Then you'd probably name a few others like Starboy. Yeah, I remember that one as well. That's about all I know. So let me ask you this here. You've seen it in the commercial. How does The weekend start with any other song than Blinding Lights? That's the song everyone loves. That That's the new In the Club by 50 Cent. How does it, how does it go? Ah, I'm blinded by the lights. I'm not singing anymore. I'm not singing anymore. I'm not I, singing again. Is, that, you, is Left Shark going to be out there? I'm, dude, I'm I don't sure. have, I have no idea who this is. I think, I, I, I think I, current music sucks, by the way. I I only listen to sports radio. I work at home, uh, so I'm not in the car very much. And I, 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 got a, I bought a car in the middle of November. I just hit 1,000 miles on it, and it's February 3rd. So I don't drive very often, and the little bit I do, I listen to New York sports radio because a serious subscription doesn't really make sense when I drive a thousand miles in two and a half months. Uh, so I don't really. The only time I'm about music, my wife teaches Zumba, uh, so like if a song makes it into her playlist, I know that. Uh, but other than that, I'm not really hip on. I I'm aware of the weekend. If if there's blinding lights, I probably know how it goes, without knowing the title. <laughs> but apparently, I'm an old white person, uh, no, so uh, it's okay. yeah, it's okay. Uh, what other prop, I, what other props do you like for this game? Would you say? I mean, do you like the Gatorade color? Is that something you like? I mean, or? here's the thing: is it a is it too much of a trap to go red? Is it too obvious that it's red? Because it mean, seems like see, I'm seeing favorites as orange. Why? Here, well, here's the thing, and I did a podcast with with some folks yesterday. Uh, uh, Jesus, the the man's name is escaping me. Of who I did oh, it with? Jeff Mans. Huh? Oh, you said Mans. no. I no, no, no. I, it was two different people I did it with. It's okay. And it turned out like orange is like the thing, and it was the orange last year when the Chiefs won. It was purple the last time the Bucks won. So red, although both teams are red, is not the the team the you know the color to go with. So uh, I think orange is like the the leader in the clubhouse. It's I, I don't know. <laughs> you have to you have to be. I think you really have to be a real degenerate to bet on the color. Of the I know, game. bro. I'm not betting on that. I'm not betting on that at all, man. Oh, I just I just want a good game, man. I just want a good game. You know. All right. So what about here's here's let's let's get back to the game. Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half touchdowns. Passing. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over on that. I'm gonna go over as well. Three. I'm I'm giving him the three. Yeah, I feel like three hundred and three touchdowns is like it's would, almost would a you go would you go over six and a half total combined touchdowns? Ooh, that's a tough one. No, I don't think I would. Like, I feel like Brady has a better chance of having two 
and, and Mahomes has a better chance of having three. No, I think six and a half, six and a half to me is too much to, to go over between the two, even though I expect a lot of it to be in the air. I, I, I can't go over six and a half. I saw this prop on Westgate, and I put it in our contest when we have in the radio show. You ready for this? Yep. Tom Brady's first pass completed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that that's definitely definitely one. First pass uh, is going to be a three- or four-yard strike to Chris Godwin. I, I, that was exactly what I was going to say, yeah. I think they're definitely going to be conservative off the top. And not conservative that they're just not going to, like, try. But, yeah, I, I think they're – they're going to want to get in a rhythm early. It could be Chris Godwin. It could be like a pass out of the backfield to Leonard Fournette. Uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree. The first pass for Tom Brady, I would go with complete. Yeah, think about it like this. Like I'm in these contests where I have five props, and I just chose a prop that second play of the game could be done. That could be finished <laughs> with that prop. Just like that. You know, funny thing, like when in past years when I've had like a Super Bowl party. Like what I've always done is like come up with like a a a, a five game like quiz, like prop quiz for each quarter. So like people who who aren't like into the game or just here for the food or for the the you know commercials are actually into it. So like who scores first that quarter? You know, there's no way to know that. It's it's a it's a guess. The first commercial will be a car commercial, a beer commercial, a technology commercial. So I, I think there's always fun ways to, to work props into the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, so so people who necessarily aren't just you know diehard football fans can still stay into it. And you, you know, everyone throws a buck or two into the pot, and each quarter someone wins twenty bucks. That's so right. that's that's what I've been doing over the past five years. Yep, fantasyalarm.com slash contest if you want to get into our contest here. First prize, well, you're going to fill out our prop sheet that we have on the site. And the first place $250 gift card with second place a $100 gift card. Third or fifth. Come on, man. Gift cards are awesome, right? How great are yeah, gifts? Yeah. They're the best gift. It's like, look, don't try to get me a gift, okay? Because unless you're going to, at this point, get me a Michael Jordan autograph, just get me a gift card. And then, you know, if I can make, maybe use a few, then that's fine. The fantasy, okay, how about this one, Hallam? I'll give you this one. The fantasy alarm hoodie, which John and Pemba has coined. He's the reason why fantasy alarm had hoodies, so I congratulated him on that. Huge accomplishment for John and Pemba. And then maybe the most coveted prize of all, and I'm surprised it's the fifth place prize, Hallam. The Fantasy Alarm Fitted Hat. As someone who does not have a lot of hair on top, I'll tell you this. That cap, Fantasy Alarm cap, I'm wearing mine right now. It yeah, you fits are. the head nicely. Makes me feel makes me feel good. I'm just saying that. I, I have both the hoodie and the hat. Uh, and, and it's something that I wear often. Uh, both of them. So uh, those are great prizes as well. You know, sometimes showing you're part of the family is better than money. Uh, let's be honest. What's what's better than being part of this family? We're all, co- you know, we're all cohesive. We all win together. Uh, it, it's just, it's something to be proud of. It's something I'm proud of. I know it's something you're proud of. Uh, so even if you don't win those first couple prizes where you get the, the, the gift card money, you know, you show off your pride, the fantasy alarm pride. So right. definitely get involved, jump in. You know, win win your yourself some swag or win yourself some cash. Yeah, and by the way, if you love being part of the family so much that you're a lifetime member, you get 
two times the cash prizes if you end up placing. Nice. I like that. That's a good deal. That's instead of enough to dominate, especially because the Super Bowl is yours truly's birthday. So especially Ooh. everybody's going to get a chance to win a lot of money and hopefully not lose too much on the I day of birth that. there. So, But hey, you know what? Come on, Hallam. I know how it goes. It's all about the Super Bowl. That's what it is because football is football. But Hallam, let's bring something to the family table as we wrap things up here. So what's one thing that you're bringing to the family table? Uh, why don't you go first? One thing I'm going to bring to the family table is I am going to bring actually – how much fun arcade games are. So I, every few years I try to save up and buy myself a little present. I don't buy myself a lot of things and something that came out in the last two years were these modern technology arcade machines. And I just got one of my favorite video game of all time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. And it actually has the original Ninja Turtles arcade game in it as well. And I got it. It's four-player. It's a lot of fun. It took hours to build. So I just want to say that with that, it's okay to still be in your 30s and to still be a kid at heart. And sometimes it you just need to realize that it's okay if you want to still play with arcade machines and do useless things and wasting time a little bit because you have to have balance in life. And that arcade machine, while it costs a few hundred dollars and a few hours to build, that will give me a lifetime of raising awareness that you can never forget to be a kid at heart and enjoy yourself and have some time to just hang out and take a load off. Well, I'll play off of yours and, and talk about the Nintendo Classic that I got a few years ago uh, that I'm now able to, to, to hand off to my children. Uh, you know, it, you know, my older one is, is more into Minecraft and Pokemon, uh, but my younger one is, is kind of, and she's 12, uh, has gotten Pikachu. to that, <laughs> that Nintendo Classic. And, you know, we've been playing a lot of Donkey Kong and Donkey Ooh. Kong Jr. And, and, and that kind of thing. And it's been it's been fun to, like, relive games of, of my past. And, you know, I know I'm, I'm older than you. Uh, so it's like original Super Mario and, and, and you know, Ninja the, Gaiden. And the one from 1985, the original Mario, right? I mean, there's that one, too. But, like, Super Mario Brothers, like... I don't want to go and like to go into the like. Well, the I think Ryan, with our age difference, I think you were more of the like NES guy, the regular Nintendo. And honestly, me, I was more of the Atari guy. It was okay. like really where I started. I was like back to Combat and Pitfall. Was like really where I started. Like and see, I where, I, almost... where I started was Super Nintendo. I still have my original Super Nintendo. Do you really? That's yep. cool. It's my yeah. most coveted toy I have. So. Yeah, like I, I started with Atari. I started with with Combat and Pitfall and, and you know, uh, Space Invaders and, and all those. Like that was where I got my original start. Like I didn't have like the NES until I was probably, I don't know, 13 or 14. So like, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a generation of video, two generations of video games probably behind you. Uh, but still, it's it's. It's fun to share it now, like you know. And the video games are too overproduced now, anyway. It's like you need the. I can't even like get into it, man. It's like it's like a half hour of like movies to like before you even start playing. (laughs) Well, there's that, and think about it with the sports games too. What happened to X being swing and 
A being steel and, and stuff. Now it's the the shot, these the swing accuracy and all that. It's just too much. That's why I never really got into Madden. Because I play video games to de-stress, not to think too hard. Yeah. Like now you have to like run an actual NFL offense. I'm not like, a I'm not a freaking to... coach. I just want a button mash. That's right. I want to pass on fourth and 15 and be able to get it. Like, you can't do that now. Like, you have to actually, like, run an actual NFL offense. You go back to NFL Blitz on Nintendo 64, you were going for it on fourth and 33. That's right. And you were getting it. That was the fun part. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, now that Evans just, like, shut your crap down, like, it's not even a possibility. Man, but you know. Yeah, it's not as fun as it used to be. No, but you know what is? Always getting to hang with my buddy Ryan Hallam. Give him a follow on Twitter at Fighting Chance. Give me a follow at Fensty Sports. We'll be back next week. Maybe even Matt Sells will join us, but he's a celebrity, so we'll have to see if we can book him. (laughs) The booking fee could be a little bit high. But for Hallam, I am Fensty. Good luck, everyone. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Always dominate, no other option, just win.